God's Spirit is in my heart. He has called me and set me apart. This is what I have to do. What I have to do. He sent me to give the good news to the poor. Tell prisoners that they are prisoners no more. Tell blind people that they can see. And set down trodden free. And go tell everyone the news that the kingdom of God has come. And go Just as the Father sent me, so I'm sending you out to be my witnesses throughout the world, the whole of the world. He sent me to give the good news to the poor, tell prisoners that they are prisoners no more, tell blind people that they Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Peace be with you. Dear brothers, My Lord Bishop, Reverended Fathers, members of the congregation, for many weeks now the Confirmandi of St Brides have been preparing for this special day at school, at home and in our parish community. During this, day, during this time we have learned that the preparations for the Sacrament of Confirmation begin much further back on the day of our baptism when our parents and godparents introduced us to the family of God. Since then, our parents, along with our teachers, priests 
and members of our parish have helped us through their prayers and good example in preparation for two other sacraments, the Sacrament of Reconciliation and the Sacrament of the Eucharist. We thank them for all they have done and for bringing us to this day. We have now reached a new stage in our Christian journey, the Sacrament of Confirmation, which will help us to become witnesses of good news of Jesus to all those we come in contact with every day of our lives, at home, at school, at work and at play. As we celebrate this very important sacrament, let us not only think about the gifts which the Spirit has to offer, but also the new responsibilities which we have to undertake as members of the Christian community. We believe that we are now ready to receive the Sacrament of Confirmation. My Lord, we ask you to bestow us on us the Sacrament of Confirmation so that we may take our place as full members of the Church. So thank you very much then for making the request to receive the Sacrament of Confirmation. Of course, that's what we'll gather for tonight in such great numbers. And we're all with you, praying for you, that the Holy Spirit will indeed come down upon you and bless you with his wonderful gifts. And we, we do so during Mass, and we begin Mass now by, first of all, asking God's forgiveness for our sins. I confess to Almighty God and to you, my brothers and sisters, that I have greatly sinned in my thoughts and in my words, in what I have done and in what I have failed to do, through my fault, through my fault, through my most grievous fault. Therefore, I ask, Blessed Mary, ever-Virgin, all the angels and saints, and you, my brothers and sisters, to pray for me to the Lord our God. May Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us our sins, and bring us to everlasting life. Lord of mercy, Christ have mercy, Lord have mercy.
Grant, we pray, almighty and merciful God, that the Holy Spirit, coming near and dwelling graciously within us, may make of us a perfect temple of his glory. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God forever and ever. Amen. A reading from the prophet Isaiah. The Spirit of the Lord has been given to me, for the Lord has anointed me. He has sent me to bring good news to the poor, to bind up hearts that are broken, to proclaim liberty to captives, freedom to those in prison, to proclaim a year of favour from the Lord, a day of vengeance for our God, to comfort all those who mourn and to give them ashes a garland a garland for mourning robe the oil of gladness for despondency praise but you you will be named priests of the lord they will call you ministers of our god i reward them faithfully and make an everlasting covenant with them their race will be famous throughout the nations their descendants throughout the peoples all who see them will admit that they are a race whom the Lord has blessed. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. With joy you will draw water from the wells of salvation with joy you will draw water from the wells of salvation truly 
God is my salvation, I trust I shall not fear. For the Lord is my strength, my song. He became my Savior. With joy you shall draw waters from the wells of salvation. With joy you from the wells of salvation. Give thanks to the Lord. Give praise to his name. Make his mighty deeds known to the peoples. Declare the greatness of his From the wells of salvation. Sing a psalm to the Lord, for he has done glorious deeds. Make them known to all the earth. People of Zion, sing and shout for joy. For great in your midst is the Holy One of Israel. With joy you will draw water from the wells of salvation. We now stand to greet the gospel. And with your spirit. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Glory to you, Lord. When Jesus came to the region of Caesarea Philippi, he put this question to his disciples. Who do the people say the Son of Man is? And they said, Some say he is John the Baptist, some Elijah, and others Jeremiah, or one of the prophets. But you, he said, who do you say I am? Then Simon Peter spoke up. You are the Christ, he said, the Son of the living God. And Jesus replied, Simon, son of Jonah, you are a happy man, because it was not flesh and blood that revealed this to you, but my Father in heaven. So I now say to you, you are Peter, 
And on this rock I will build my church, and the gates of the underworld can never hold out against it. And I will give you the keys of the kingdom of heaven. Whatever you bind on earth shall be considered bound in heaven. Whatever you loose on earth shall be considered loosed in heaven. Then he gave the disciples strict orders not to tell anyone that he was the Christ. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. October last year, I was very lucky to be able to go to the to the Holy Land, and I, I'd never been there before, and it was a wonderful experience to go on pilgrimage there and to go to the many sites where Jesus lived and preached, and then go to Jerusalem too, and where he where he died and rose again, and where the Holy Spirit came on the, the apostles as in the, on Pentecost. So it was really, really, I thought it was a great experience to be able to go to these sites and kind of get a real sense of where Jesus lived and preached and, and died and rose again. So one of the things struck me while I was there was 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 that Jesus was never was never really alone very much. He always had people with him, and the, the people with him it was their it was their story too. When you went to, when you go to the Holy Land, because they they accompanied him. He grew up with some of them, Mary and Joseph and the people of his of his town of Nazareth. Then when he began his preaching. He met lots and lots of people that came flocking to him to listen to him and to be cured and to be blessed. And then there were these special ones who became his, his followers. And we heard of one of them tonight there, that perhaps the most well-known of them all, Peter. And he was one of the, the fishermen from the, the, the area, the Sea of Galilee, who followed Jesus. There he was there tonight and he was proclaiming who Jesus is. He is the Christ and he was making his great, what we say is his great profession of faith. And then Jesus said to him, yes, I will build the church upon you. You are the rock on which I will build the church. So it was even in these words Jesus was really confirming that Yes, it wasn't just him alone. It was the people with him. And the people with him were, were very, very important. They were to be the ones who would pass on the message of all that he said and did. And then they went with him to Jerusalem, and they, they celebrated in Jerusalem the Last Supper, from which, which we celebrate here in the, the Mass. Then the next day, Jesus died on the cross, and a lot of them... A lot of them fled. Peter even denied him. 
But some stood with him too in the cross. He wasn't alone there. There was a couple of brave people, Mary, St. John, and others who were there or thereabouts. And then they gathered together again. Jesus appeared to them after he rose again. And then when he left them, they waited for the coming of the Holy Spirit upon them. When the Holy Spirit came on them at Pentecost, they got, they got uh, the strength from that to go out and to be the preachers of Jesus throughout the world. Well, he told them there in the gospel at that time, they weren't to say too much about who he was. After Pentecost, they didn't. They told the world that Jesus is the Christ, the Savior of the world. And that's where the church um, grew from, spread gradually throughout the whole world down to our our time today. Us here, Canvas Lang, St. Bride's, celebrating the sacrament of confirmation, asking the Holy Spirit to come upon the young people who are prepared for the sacrament and whom who we are about to confirm. So one of the things I heard, one of the, bish- the bishop and I was, was speaking to us there in Jerusalem, and he said, when you go to the Holy Land, like I, I and the other people there, you, you have to bring the, the church of Jerusalem back to where you, you are. And, you know, I was thinking about that. I think that's, that's, that's right, that everywhere the church has been, it's kind of a replica, the first church, first church in Jerusalem. And, and we, we believe the same things as they did. They had the immediate experience of Jesus, listened to him, and then they experienced all that happened to him, his death, his resurrection, and then they waited for the Holy Spirit to come upon them. And But then once the Spirit was with them and empowered them, they went forth and they told others. But that original church is what each of us, each church in every part of the world has to kind of be, be like, and, and the Holy Spirit's at the heart of that. What we celebrate in this sacrament, the other sacraments, our belief that God sends his Holy Spirit upon us. And through the Holy Spirit coming upon us, we are like these first believers in Jesus. We are able then to be his witnesses. Perhaps not in such a dramatic way as some of them were, but we all, all are in our own time and place to show and live our faith, to celebrate our faith, to be the church of Jesus wherever we live, and to have the same signs of that church as the first believers had. And one of the signs that was very strong amongst them wasn't just that they said they believed in Christ, but they showed it too in the way they lived. And the the heart of how they lived was their love for one another, especially for the poorer people. And they were very brave people too because other people dismissed them and said, well, we don't accept you. And many of them gave up their lives too because of their faith in Jesus. And that encourages us too to be strong in our faith in our own time also, to be committed to Jesus, to try to live our faith in the full and as good way as we can. But But coming back maybe to what we celebrate tonight, it's that sense that, the Holy Spirit is there with us and amongst us. And when we celebrate this lovely sacrament now, we believe the Holy Spirit comes down upon the children here who are being confirmed, 
just as he came upon the first disciples in the, the room in Jerusalem. And we have to be like them and try to live our faith in as full and as good way as possible because the Spirit helps us to do that. And we want to be like Jesus individually but also together because we are the church today. Whatever the church is, Jesus is with us and he wants us to show that to others to bring his love and goodness to them too in the way we live. So that's us ready now. We're going to go ahead now with the confirmation. Don't, have you got candles? You're going to light candles? Yeah, so get your candles ready and we'll have them lit. When you are baptised, your parents and godparents made your baptismal promises on your behalf. Now, at confirmation, with your candles lit, I ask you to renew them yourselves. So, so, do you renounce Satan and all his works and empty promises? Do you believe in God, the Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth? Do you believe in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was born of the Virgin Mary, suffered death and was buried, rose again from the dead, and is seated at the right hand of the Father? Do you believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord, the giver of life, 
who today through the sacrament of confirmation is given to you in a special way, just as he was given to the apostles on the day of Pentecost. Do you believe in the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and life everlasting? This is our faith. This is the faith of the Church. We are proud to profess it in Christ Jesus our Lord. Amen. Dearly beloved, let us pray to God, the Almighty Father, for these his adopted sons and daughters, already born again to eternal life in baptism, that he will graciously pour out the Holy Spirit upon them to confirm them with his abundant gifts, and through his anointing, conform them more fully to Christ, the Son of God. Almighty Father, Almighty God, Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who brought these your servants to new birth by water and the Holy Spirit, freeing them from sin. Send upon them, O Lord, the Holy Spirit, the Paraclete. Give them the spirit of wisdom and understanding, the spirit of counsel and fortitude, the spirit of knowledge and piety. Fill them with the spirit of the fear of the Lord. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. Now, if you like to blow out your candles now and then you have to come forward to me. I'll stand at the front and for the anointing with the Holy Chrism. Okay? Thank you. 
Jesus is living. Jesus is.
Rain from hell. 
one of the one of the important things we do as as individuals and as the church is is that we pray, and we it's good to pray and remember other people in our prayers. It's also a gift of the Spirit. The Spirit helps us to pray, and it's through the power of the Spirit that that we enjoy praying and thinking of other people in our prayers. So we're going to stand now for our prayer of the faithful. Remembering especially those who are most in need at this time. My dear brothers and sisters, let us humbly pray to God, the Almighty Father, be of one mind in our prayer, just as faith, hope, and charity, which proceed from his Holy Spirit, are one. The response to the prayer, Lord, we ask you, hear our prayer. Lord, we ask you, hear our prayer. For these his servants, whom the gift of the Holy Spirit has confirmed, that, planted in faith and grounded in love, they may bear witness to Christ the Lord by their way of life. Lord, we ask you, hear our prayer. For their parents and sponsors, that by word and example, they may continue to encourage those whom they have sponsored in the faith, to follow in the footsteps of Christ. Let us pray to the Lord. Lord, we ask you, hear our prayer. For the Holy Church of God, together with Francis our Pope, Joseph our Bishop, and all the bishops, that, gathered by the Holy Spirit, the Church may grow and increase in unity of faith and love, until the coming of the Lord. Let us pray to the Lord. Lord, we ask you, hear our prayer. For the whole world, that all people who have one maker and father may acknowledge one another as brothers and sisters without discrimination of race or nation and with sincere hearts seek the kingdom of God, which is peace and and joy in the Holy Spirit. Let us pray to the Lord. Lord, I ask you hear our prayer. There might be somebody you would like to pray for tonight now. and We just pause for a little moment to think of that person or for whatever reason we ask God to look after, look after them and heal them if necessary. Lord, we ask you, hear our prayer. O God, who gave the Holy Spirit to the apostles and willed that through them and their successors the same Spirit be handed on to the rest of the faithful, listen favorably to our prayer and grant that your divine grace, which was at work when the gospel was first proclaimed, may now spread through the hearts of those who believe in you. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. So we'll sit down now for the offertory and we'll bring up the gifts and then we'll proceed with the, the rest of Mass. Please join in singing our offertory hymn, Gifts of Bread and Wine. Give us bread and wine, 
Pray, my brothers and sisters, that my sacrifice and yours may be acceptable to God, the Almighty Father. Receive in your mercy, O Lord, the prayers of your servants, and grant that being conformed more perfectly to your Son, they may grow steadily in bearing witness to him as they stand in the memorial of his redemption, by which, as they share in the memorial of his redemption, by which you gain for us your Holy Spirit. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. The Lord be with you. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is truly right and just our duty and our salvation always and everywhere to give you thanks, Lord, Holy Father, Almighty and Eternal God, through Christ our Lord. Ascending above all the heavens and sitting at your right hand, he poured out the promised Holy Spirit on your adopted children. Therefore now and for ages and ending with all the hosts of angels, we sing to you with all our hearts, crying out as we acclaim. sending down your spirit upon them like the dew fall, so that they may become for us the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ. At the time he was betrayed and entered willingly into his passion, he took bread and giving thanks broke it and gave it to his disciples saying, Take this all of you and eat of it, for this is my body which will be given up for you. In a similar way, when supper was ended, he took the chalice, and once more giving thanks, he gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and drink from it, for this is the chalice of my blood, the blood of the new and eternal covenant, which will be poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this in memory of me.
the mystery of faith. We proclaim your death, O Lord, and profess your resurrection. Therefore, as we celebrate the memorial of his death and resurrection, we offer you, Lord, the bread of life and the chalice of salvation, giving thanks that you have held us worthy to be in your presence and minister to you. Humbly we pray that partaking of the body and blood of Christ, we may be gathered into one by the Holy Spirit. Remember, Lord, your church spread throughout the world. Bring her to the fullness of charity, together with Francis, our Pope, Joseph, our bishop, and all the clergy. Remember also our brothers and sisters who have fallen asleep in the hope of the resurrection and all who have died in your mercy. Welcome them into the light of your face. And have mercy on us all, we pray, that with the blessed Virgin Mary, Mother of God, with blessed Joseph, our spouse, with the blessed apostles, and all the saints who have pleased you throughout the ages, we may merit to be co-heirs to eternal life, and we praise and glorify you through your Son, Jesus Christ. Through him and with him and in him, O God, Almighty Father, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all glory and honor is yours forever and ever. At the Saviour's command, formed by divine teaching, we dare to say, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us, and lead us not into temptation but deliver us from evil. Deliver us, Lord, we pray, from every evil. Graciously grant peace in our days that by the help of your mercy may we be always free from sin and safe from all distress as we await the blessed hope and the coming of our Saviour, Jesus Christ. For the kingdom, the power, and the glory are yours now and forever. Lord Jesus Christ, who said to your apostles, Peace I leave you, my peace I give you. Look not on our sins, but on the faith of your church, and graciously grant to peace and unity in accordance with your will, who live and reign forever and ever. Peace of the Lord be with you always. And let us offer each other the sign of peace.
Behold the Lamb of God, behold him who takes away the sins of the world. Blessed are those called to the supper of the Lamb. Lord, I am not worthy that you should enter under my roof. Only say the word, my soul shall be healed. Please join in singing our communion hymn, Make Me a Channel of Your Peace.
Let us pray. Accompany with your blessing from this day forward, O Lord, those who have been anointed with the Holy Spirit and nourished by the sacrament of your Son, so that with all trials overcome, they may gladden your church by their holiness and through their works and their charity foster her growth in the world. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. Please be seated for a moment. Before you leave, uh, just to say a word uh, to you. I hope that you can hear the word uh, from the voice. Um, just want to thank uh, you all for being here this evening. And it's a remarkable event, uh, really, uh, to see so many people here in the church uh, this evening. Uh, from all years, uh, from the families, uh, grandparents, aunts and uncles, cousins, uh, and so on, uh, uh, family members who are here with us. So I want to say a, a very special word of welcome to you all and, and uh, what a special occasion it is this evening. Of course, I want to thank uh, Bishop uh, Toll for being here with us for the confirmation uh, sacrament tonight. Uh, you may know that the uh, bishop uh, visits the children before the sacrament of uh, confirmation in the school community uh, and, and, and in our school two of our, our, our younger pupils uh, the younger children were, were kind of uh, discussing the bishop uh, coming and, and one said to, uh, who, is the, who is the bishop uh, and the other wee, wee fellow said uh, that's Jesus <laughs> and the other, the other person said to him no that's not Jesus that's his twin brother <laughs> So, instant promotion for you, Bishop, uh, this evening. Um, it's great to, uh, to have the, the children uh, here uh, today for the Sacrament of Confirmation. And, and uh, you know, they have those kind of competitions on television where they, where they have what's the most popular name uh, uh, in, uh, you know, in, uh, in this year and so on. Well, what, what would you think was the most popular name uh, for the children? Uh, well, the most popular name by a male, uh, surprisingly, is Patrick. Uh, uh, not only is it popular with the boys, but the girls have the name as well, have chosen the name. Uh, so I don't know what it is about Patrick, uh, but they seem to love uh, Patrick. So if I'm here in about 14 or 15 years' time, uh, when they're all getting married, then I expect a whole kind of group and clutch of Patricks to be born amongst us. So popular is that name. Uh, as the children know, uh, during uh, these last few days, I've been hearing their, their confession. Now, I'm not going to tell you what their sins are, so don't even ask. Uh, but what I want to tell you especially was the kind of the thing that kept on coming over and over again to me uh, when I was meeting the children was how good they are, how exceptionally good they are. Uh, and... I just want to record that today uh, because they are very good children uh, and it's been a wonderful part of my own life and I'm sure a wonderful part of parents' life uh, and family life to see these young children grow up to be such splendid uh, young people. Um, we can only think of good things that will come for them in the future and this night is all about good things. It's not about bad things or things that you have to worry about. 
But this is about good things. This is about launching them into a life through the sacrament of confirmation. So, so uh, in a special way, God's grace will be with them, and that's assured through this sacrament. Thanks uh, to the uh, to everyone, to the parents and, and family members who are here again. But thanks also, uh, most especially, to the school community uh, for the great work that they've done in preparing the children for sacrament uh, today. Uh, thanks to all the staff who are present here, but all the community itself as well. And as you know, Miss Maguire has not been so well uh, over the last few weeks, and she would have loved to have been here with us uh, this evening, but is obviously unable to be with us, but will be united with us in a special way. Just finally, I know that as... Uh, families gathered here tonight, you'll be thinking also that there are other people who are not here with you, uh, grandparents perhaps, uh, family members, friends who would have loved to have been here, and in a special way they are united with us uh, in this celebration. We know that they will be very much present with us and smiling down on these children in this special moment of their lives. God bless you all. Thank you, Father Paul. Thank you as well for your, for your gift, and well done to you all. It's been wonderful to be with you tonight and to, to celebrate the sacrament with you. And as, as Father Paul said, I, I, it's about good things, and the best thing about tonight is that I was telling, telling you that, school, that, that the goodness of the Holy Spirit doesn't go away. That's with you for the whole of your lives, and it's a great thing to hold on to that that belief that the goodness, the goodness, the grace of God is, goes with you always. So, so, and that gives a great boost to whatever else you do in your life. So, um, that's fine. So, thank you all and well done. And now we'll, we'll all stand for the blessing and we'll ask God's blessing upon us all and especially anybody whom we've been thinking of and praying for in a particular way. It's not here that, as Father Paul said, people are not here. We, we ask God's blessing for them too at this moment. The Lord be with you. Confirm, O God, what you have brought about in us and preserve in the hearts of your faithful the gifts of the Holy Spirit. May they never be ashamed to confess Christ crucified before the world and by devoted charity May they ever fulfill his commands, who lives and reigns forever and ever. Amen. May Almighty God bless you, the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Go forth, the Mass is ended. Thanks be to God. We now join in singing our final hymn, Walk in the Light. <laughs>